0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world, and welcome to A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. I am your host, Austin Barbell, and today I have an episode that I honestly could not wait to record, and to be honest, it just hit me. It, it just came out of nowhere, and I am giving thanks and praise to the universe and to the Most High for it. Um, that is just my belief. I'm not in any way, shape, or form trying to impose anything on anyone, but that's just what I believe, and I'm very thankful for it, so... First, and this actually kind of talks about what the episode is about. So first and foremost, I want to go into a description of what a narrative is. A narrative is a timeline, if you will. It's a, it's a story that we have been told and we have developed in our lives. But mostly and primarily, we have been told this narrative, it is a narrative that defines who we are socially, who we are emotionally, who we are physically, and sometimes even who we are mentally and spiritually. This is an experience that we have have had almost written for us. And this is a narrative that we have been led to believe. However, what is so great and what's incredible right now Is we are in the moment or in the middle of a moment rather where the narrative is changing we have the opportunity to redefine the human narrative now in order to do that and in order to fully kind of comprehend what a narrative really is let's look towards the past because in order to change for a better future we must look at the past And understand where the cycles are still continuing. Because obviously, if we were as good and as happy as we wanted, the future would be as beautiful as we have pictured it. However, it isn't. And because of that, we have not accepted, processed, or accomplished a task and experience something in the past or something that we continue to relive because we have not overcome that yet. So thus, we need to look to the past in order to create a better and a different, most importantly, different narrative. So what is the narrative that we have been led to believe? We have been led to believe that almost we are a machine. We are created to create and further consume. And quite honestly, if you really think about it, we really just consume as, as a human species. What do we create? Well, we do create, but it's often negativity. We create pollution. We create um, deforestation. We create these fires that are in California right now. My heart goes out to each and every one of you as I'm from California. So I, I, I love you guys. And please, my heart goes out to you. Please find shelter, find safety, and just at all costs you and your family are most important you can always get new things and replace those things but you can't replace the people so we have been told this narrative and it has been a narrative that once again we have been educated on and thus because we have been conditioned to believe it we then bring it to fruition we make it real we make it our reality So, for example, men and women being the ways that they are, men assuming more of a dominant physical aggressive role, which primarily came from the days of hunting and gathering. Men were anatomically stronger and more physically fit for hunting. Women were for child rearing and for gathering. Making sure that the home was gathered, so on and so forth. Anyway, we have never changed that narrative, although we've changed that culture. And we've, we've ascended as a civilization, but not ascended as a mindset. And that's the problem. So this idea of a man being dominant and a woman being submissive or passive, if you will. This is something that has transpired into, all, into every facet of life. And it got to a point to where women had enough and there was a woman's suffrage and the movement happened and there was a fight for equal rights and equal opportunity. And it was in some... It was into a certain degree achieved. However, there is still that unspoken rule, if you will, of male dominance in society, in the workplace, in the consume the consumer culture um i don't know if many of you have heard of the pink tax women i know you definitely have um and that's basically a markup on things like women's razors women's um uh, if there's a specific like kind of genderized toothbrushes toothpaste um women's toiletries things that they use, you know obviously for their more feminine needs um these things are taxed quote unquote higher to even if it's even the fraction of the penny higher than what men's items are so men women are in a sense paying more to have proper hygiene Hmm. this is a narrative that has been lived and that we have been bred to accept that we have been conditioned to accept and this is a narrative that we have thus lived thus far it is also in the workplace It is also in education, it is also in the home, and it is also in most importantly the social roles that we assume and that we participate in. Same with race. The idea of when you think of financial superiority, or when you think of some form of superiority typically, it's someone of a European descent rather than anybody. Right. When you typically think of someone who is in a more struggling socioeconomic class or who may be typically a little less educated or maybe not necessarily be exposed to the same opportunities of those that would have a more affluent socioeconomic status, you would think primarily a minor. What's quote unquote considered? See, there we go. Living the narrative. What's quote unquote considered a minority? Right. So black. Uh, anyone colored basically in some form or fashion however that is not the case there there is no there isn't a scientific difference there isn't very much other than melanin melanin expression is a is a scientific difference however that's a whole nother conversation anyway the narrative is that there is this defining difference where if you are born into this race you are you are better than is that really the case Let's, let's really, really, really process and think about that when it comes to culture, when it comes to understanding, when it comes to communication, when it comes to connection, to spirit, to universe, to to source, God, whatever you want to call it, to to anything, to spirituality. When you think of a connection to even themselves, as far as, once again, a culture goes, we are all very equal when it comes to these things however as a society we have been conditioned to believe in a narrative where there is a difference when quite honestly there isn't there is not a single difference at all we have been bred to i'm sorry conditioned once again to believe in a narrative that has to do with a socioeconomic class in general an idea of capitalism and what that represents so i'm pretty sure you're getting the idea of what i'm saying right that that's the old narrative and that is the narrative that we have the opportunity to change right now and this narrative is for who we are as human beings and what a human being is this is this is a very defining moment as a, as a as a race and as a consciousness. And I really want each and every one of you listening to really think about this. We have an opportunity to change the future forever. Forever. And it will change forever. However, how it changes is completely up to us. We can assume our power, assume our right, assume our responsibility as spiritual beings, as conscious beings, and work in cooperation with the world. Or, we can give in to fear, we can give in to hysteria, we can give into manipulation and lies, and jealousy, and division, and we will allow those things to control our future for the rest of existence. And those who are controlling it are much fewer than we believe, and much fewer than we think. So that's the narrative that that's the old narrative. So what does this new narrative look like? Well, right now we are experiencing the changing of the narrative. So what, and I really want each and every one of you to think about this. What do you want the narrative to be? How do you want the narrative for what a human being should be like? How a human being should live, how a human being should look at one another how they should treat the world, how they should treat nature, how they should treat each other. How would you want, what would you want that to look like? What, and, and please feel free, write these things down. Take notes. What would you like this new narrative to how, what would this new narrative look like to you? What would this new world look like? Now, with that being said, after you've made that list. Be honest with yourself and look at those things that you don't do or that you don't hold yourself accountable for or that you don't do consistently. And I say that to make this point. If we wish to change the human narrative and if we wish to redefine what it is to be a human being, we have to start with ourselves. Once again, and it will always go back to each and every time, a prior episode where it starts with you and it does start with you we have the opportunity to change the narrative of society of the human race of the world forever we have this power right now the world is at a pause yes there is a terrible global pandemic and there are horrible things happening social injustices being a black man in america i can Attest to both. However, we have an, we decide how we respond. And I will never forget when Italy first went on lockdown and there was an entire neighborhood practicing social distancing, playing music from their windows and celebrating the fact that they can still talk to each other, still see each other. And create that energy with one another. They are redefining what the how the Italian culture and how how Italy responds to a global pandemic. They are rewriting that narrative. Think about that. So for the rest of the existence of Italy, when a global God, God forbid, once again, you know, a global pandemic does hit, Italy again. How will they respond? Well, this is their this is now their example of what they're going to go to. They're going to say, "Well, during COVID-19, we practiced six foot, dis- uh, six foot social distancing. We barricaded ourselves in our houses, and we w- opened our windows and went out and went outside and sang to each other in unison. We sang to each other." We were there for one another. We were supportive of one another. We loved one another. And we let each other know that we're in it together. That no matter what happens, we as a unified society, as a unified culture, we are going to survive. We are going to persevere and we are going to overcome. That was so beautiful to see because they changed their narrative for that forever. Now, take what they did and imagine that being done in the entire world. Now, I'm not talking about everybody getting in their windows and going outside and singing to each other. That, that's a great start, don't get me wrong. That's a great start. Let's definitely do that. But what does it look like when changing the narrative and changing all of those things? that I've mentioned prior. How, how does one go about doing that? Well, first and foremost, there has to be an admittance and an acceptance that those things exist, that those things happen in an everyday setting to a specific group of people, to a specific kind of person, to a specific race, whatever it is, right? And then we need to make the decision and the honest decision to no longer do it ourselves. Because that's where it really, really starts. This is it once again starts with us. And whether it's a joke, whether it's this, whether it's that, we all practice it each and every day giving into the narrative, feeding into the narrative, and further reinforcing the narrative in society that we are different, that we are not connected and that our differences should be highlighted as a way to show a form of separation and if even possible, a form of betterment or superiority over one another. When really there is no difference. We are created individually and we are all created equally. There is just as much spirit and life and love in myself as there is in a child, as there is in a 90-year-old person, as there is in a 100-year-old person. How do you think they got that old? Yeah, think about that. How'd they get that far? You know, and there is just so much beauty in life. There are so many great things going on. And there are a lot of families, relationships, situations, and even individuals, and most importantly, individuals that are healing. That's changing the narrative. That's, that's redefining that narrative. We are accepting truth about ourselves. We are stepping into our full truth, our true alignment with who we are, what we're meant to do, the type of life we're meant to lead. And how that works in cooperation and conjunction with the rest of the world. We right now have that opportunity. When maybe a generation or two they didn't. Maybe it happens every generation. I quite honestly don't know. What I do know is that I am in this generation. And that as this generation we have a choice. And we have made some great choices to start this new generation. And this new world so far. We are talking about the things that need to be talked about. We are highlighting the things that need to be highlighted. And we are not stopping. We are not giving up. We are not being quiet. We are not being silenced. We are not being hushed. We are not being just dissuaded. We are not being manipulated. We are not being led astray. We are listening to our inner guidance and our inner self. We are listening to our source, to spirit, and we are making the choices that is for the betterment of humanity, of our future. And that is how we redefine the human narrative. We understand and first really dissect where the narrative is wrong. And once we understand where the narrative is wrong, we need to then understand where we are allowing this narrative to remain wrong in a cycle. What are we reinforcing? What decisions are we making? How are we doing this? Is this an allocation of funds for budgeting? Is this, um, a marketing or media proposition or, or post, you know, is it Is it a collection of both of those things, and just a further perpetuation of division and segregation in society? It's kind of like throwing firecrackers in around a bunch of babies. Right, It's ridiculous. You would never think about doing it. It's just disgusting to even hear about. right? What do those children do? They cry. And then as soon as that happens, they get settled. They get settled. They get settled. And then something happens to just light them right up again. Or those firecrackers are relit and just thrown right back again. As soon as we get to a point where we are becoming unified, where we are becoming together we are redefining the narrative something else comes another firecracker comes and just all oh, throws us off and I gay and I use the analogies of babies because we are growing up not only as a nation in the in being the US when you think in comparison to other nations that have been here for many 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 more decades and if not centuries we are growing up as a society and as a, as a race we are evolving We are ascending our consciousness and we are growing up. We are growing into a more conscious being. So in order to do that, we must once again dissect where that narrative has been wrong. And then we need to understand where that has been wrong and make the choice to make the change. To no longer allow that reinforcement to be there. To no longer allow that toxicity to remain to just stop it immediately now I know what you're thinking ain't no way in hell but if you really think about it ain't no way in hell did we think that the world would be shut down due to a global pandemic ain't no way in hell Las Vegas thought the entire strip would turn off all lights all lights on the strip it would be turned off each and every one of them and the strip would go dark ain't no way in hell this entire world thought that it would be put under a quarantine yet here we are so there ain't no way in hell that the narrative cannot be changed And yes, that is a double negative. I did that on purpose. The narrative is being rewritten. It is being redefined. We are redefining what the human race is going to become. And we have the opportunity to make it incredible and to make it beautiful. And I know I've said this in several episodes, and I may sound like even like a broken record, but this is so important right now. Each and every one of you listening, we can change history by holding ourselves accountable, by holding each other accountable and saying, you know what? I played my part this way. I played my part that way. I really played my part this way. I didn't really play much of a part. Whatever it is, by assuming and taking that responsibility of ourselves and within ourselves, dealing with that trauma, dealing with that healing, processing that healing. And I am hearing so much about healing from individuals, dealing with their trauma, dealing with their issues for the last 12 to 18 years. It's incredible. It is truly, truly incredible. We have that opportunity to change that narrative right now. And that is how important this is. That is why I'm repeating it so many times. We have this opportunity now and it will not come again. Not every day does the world stop and you get a moment to really reflect on what's most important, to really reflect on what matters in life, to really reflect on what makes you happy, what makes you feel complete, what makes you feel whole. And how can you help others feel that way too? How can you share that? We've not been given this opportunity and we will not be given it again. We right now are redefining the human narrative. I am redefining the human narrative. You are redefining the human narrative. We as a country, as a continent, as a world, and even exceeding outside of our world as a race, as a human race, we are redefining our narrative of what it is to be a human being. We can make an entirely new narrative of love, peace, equality, acceptance, support, embrace, greatness, or we can choose the latter and allow a perpetuated fear to create chains that bind us not only for generations that we can't even imagine in ways we can't even imagine and this has been practiced already for many years and that is the narrative the chains, the conditioning the, the the holding down. We are not meant to live a 40-hour-a-week, bi-weekly, or even weekly, pay cycle. And we are not meant to just live for the weekends. We are not meant to be hyper-stressed. We are not meant to be overworked. We are not meant to just be deemed essential. We are not meant to be... This shallow, of a of a consciousness, we can create and build and become so much more. And the time is for us to do that. If you have had a thought for an idea, obviously you've had an idea before—a business, for a podcast, for a, a song, if whatever it is—and um, creating art, this is the time to do so. This is the time to step into your passion, to step into your purpose. This is the time for you to make that move and redefine your narrative. Recreate who you are. Because when you recreate who you are, we create who we are. And then humanity recreates who humanity is. I'm going to say that one more time. Really, really understand this. When you recreate the narrative of who you are, we as a people recreate who the narrative of who we are. And then us as a race, as an entire human race, we recreate the narrative of who and what we are, because there is a, what, and we are conscious beings. And we have an extremely untapped potential. We don't need to rely on the current things we do we don't need to allow ourselves to be burnt out in 40 years of our lives when we have another 20 to live yet we're just starting to live in that 20 rather than the 40 we are not meant to hate our lives hate our jobs hate our people hate each other we are beings of compassion of love of nurturing but most importantly we are beings of success we are beings of growth we are beings of expansion look at what we've accomplished already now let's move forward in the right direction make the right decisions hold ourselves accountable be responsible and create an entirely new narrative rewrite an entirely new story one of love support encouragement And let's redefine our conditioning. We have this opportunity right now, each and every one of us. And if you need help, please feel free to reach out to me, whether it's my website, pmpvpodcast.com, on Facebook, Instagram, many people have already. Thank you so much. And I love you all. And I am just moved by your stories. I cannot tell you how moved I am. And I am just in awe. At the transformations each and every one of you have gone through they are incredible continue to continue to grow continue to expand continue to push your limits and continue to rewrite your narrative because once again when you rewrite your narrative we rewrite our narrative then the world rewrites the world's narrative i love you all i wish you peace and blessings love and light healing truth, understanding, but most importantly, peace, and a sense of self, an understanding of your true self and a connection that can never be broken and that is only further reinforced and conditioned at this moment. I love you, I am here for you, and please, if you need anything, reach out. If not to me, then to someone, because it is time that we take care of one another and be there for one another not only as spouses but as brethren as sisters as a people and as a race peace and blessings each and every day and always and in always and forever Ashe.